Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the curious case of Mad Margaret, potentially the craziest landlady that you've ever heard about. From weird satanic rituals to live streaming online to sheer downright racism, this woman has it all. Let's get into the story. Mad Margaret, the beginning. Today, I will be introducing you to a human being who is a curious mixture of entitled and insane. My first landlady, Mad Margaret. About eight years ago, I moved out of my parents' place practically a few months after returning from foreign exchange. My family is supportive, but pretty firmly believe in being autonomous and self-sufficient. So I looked for a place to live near my, at the time, girlfriend, now fiance. She lived on the outskirts of a larger city and finding low rent would be difficult. Eventually, I found a room listed for about $500 a month, which is almost criminally low for the area but I was a foolish child and I didn't pick up on that first red flag. The second red flag came when I called to query about the room. My soon-to-be landlady made sure to emphasize that she was a pastor and a minister, that no amount of Satanism or evil thoughts would be allowed in the house. I am myself completely non-religious, so I foolishly believed that this would be perfectly fine. I explained that I was a student and would be doing student things. An agreement was made and I moved up shortly thereafter. Upon moving in, Mad Margaret was pleasant, if a little eccentric. She showed me to my room, my mum helped me unpack, and my mum and I left to get me some starting groceries. Upon our return, Mad Margaret showed me my shelf in the fridge and my shelf in the pantry. Mum and I load our stuff up and mum drives back home. Shortly afterwards, Mad Margaret apologized for leaving some of her groceries on the pantry and helped me move her stuff to a different shelf. This left all of my groceries stacked up in the middle of my shelf on the pantry because I didn't feel the need to spread them out. This is very important. My first morning in my new room, I wake up at around 8 a.m. to knock, 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 knock. Hey, Margaret, what's up? It's not going to work out. You need to pack your things up and leave. I'm sorry, what? You need to leave. It's not going to work out. Well, I paid first and last month's rent, so I'm here for at least two months. What's going on? Have I offended you? I don't need any of your feng shui, voodoo, devil rubbish in my house. Notes, it was not her house. She was subleasing. I don't recall doing any feng shui, voodoo, devil rubbish. What do you mean? She beckons that I follow her and stomps off to the kitchen where she flings open the pantry and points accusingly at my shelf. This feng shui rubbish. What's wrong with my groceries? How you organize them? You have them all stacked up in the middle like you're doing some feng shui rubbish to curse me and my child. Uh, no, I just left them there after we moved your groceries off my shelf yesterday. You had your stuff on the sides, so I put my stuff in the middle and then we moved your groceries. Hmph. Well, I've got my eye on you. And that, my friends, was day one in this house. I lived there for a little over half a year. If you guys are interested, I can provide more epic tales of this mad woman. She was entitled, nuts, and pretty racist against black people, Asians, and Hispanic people. And speaking of more tales of Mad Margaret, guys, don't worry, because here is Mad Margaret Part 2. 
her righteous defense against the shaman and warlocks. What a title. One of the mistakes I made very early on as an independent adult was to regularly offer my technical and electronic skills to anyone and everyone. It makes me feel cool and smart to fix things for people. I made this mistake with Margaret during my initial phone call setting up the rental situation. The next day, after she accused me of Satanism, based solely on how I organized my groceries, she called me over to the living room. I braced myself for another rant about my evil voodoo ways, but instead, Mad Margaret asked for my help. She asked about a way to get her camcorder to stream live to the internet. I figured this was an opportunity to get on her good side, so I take the camcorder in hand and start fiddling with it, as well as her computer to see what our options were. This was in 2013, so live streaming was nowhere near as commonplace as it is today. While playing with her outdated equipment to see if what she wanted was even possible, she began to explain why she wanted to live stream. You see, Mad Margaret has a hobby, Mad Margaret enjoys preaching daily to an empty room for about three consecutive hours. Give or take an hour depending on her mood. I later learned that this was the safest time to enter and leave the house as she would not stop unless God himself showed up to tell her to shut up. Margaret began telling me how desperately important it was that she do this daily. The following conversation, while possibly not identically worded as it has been nine years, has not been exaggerated in the slightest nor is she being misrepresented. This is who this woman is. Thank you, Bailey, for helping me get this fixed up. I knew it was the right choice letting you live here. Did she forget that she accused me of Satanism just yesterday? No problem. I just really enjoy fixing things. Do you know why I do this? Preaching to her living room behind a lectern every day? Because you're a minister? I was desperately hoping this would be a short conversation. Well, because I fight daily for the protection of the world and all the good godly people here. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people on the opposite side. People who work with the devil to try and bring ruin to the world. Every day, there are shaman out there begging their evils to prevent the sun from rising each day. Oh. If I wasn't here preaching God's word, they would win. The sun wouldn't rise and we'd all die in a world of darkness. Yes, people, I am not exaggerating. This woman takes credit for the sun rising each day. Ah, well, thanks, I guess. Each day I speak out against these evils. You know, the other day I saw thousands of crows on your college campus. I knew they were sent by evil priests to stop my sermons. They're an evil that collects around the godless students at the college that you go to. I'm pretty certain that crows just have some kind of migration pattern up here in the fall. They do, of course. We get tons of crows every year. No, it's them students, I'll tell you. I had one of those Asians staying here last year. I tried to tell him about God and Jesus, but he tried to put an evil on me for it. That's unfortunate. He had this shrine with Buddhas and evil figures. He tried to use his magic to curse my son's flight, to crash the plane and kill him. Did his plane crash? No, because I stopped it with my sermons. Nito. I've had other students from your college come here. All of them evil. So many of them smoke the devil's lettuce and let Satan take over their body. Terrible influences on my other son. Later, I would find out her other son lived in a building next door and was hands down the biggest stoner I've ever met in my entire life. The dude was so chill and tried to redirect his mum from harassing us anytime he was there. I'm sorry, is all I can say. So how's the camera coming, honey? Um, can we get my videos online? You know, Margaret, I think that this camcorder and desktop are a little too old to be capable of doing that. I'm afraid you'll have to keep the recordings yourself. 
Following this, I left for my girlfriend's house as quickly as possible. Every day for the next month, Mad Margaret would attempt to pester or harass me into fixing her up to be live online. Each time I'd make an excuse to not get trapped into doing so. Now guys, although that is unfortunately the end of these mental Mad Margaret tales so far, there are more coming. Don't you worry. Look on the screen right now. These are the potential stories that OP can write about because you've got to remember all of this happened in 2013 and they lived with Mad Margaret for a while. So we've got Mad Margaret and the tales of other tenants, Mad Margaret and the tale of the possessed dog, Mad Margaret, the surprising, if brief, redemption arc. Mad Margaret and her crazy landlady. And then finally, Mad Margaret meets Bailey's dad. That is OP. So if you do want to see me cover them and give you updates to the Mad Margaret story in future episodes, just let me know in the comments down below. Wow, what an unbelievable woman is all I will say for now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The time Dr. Ick came for dinner. This is a funny story that happened a long time ago when I was in college. Back then, I had a friend who I loved. She was a sweet, mild girl who used to paint watercolor flowers. We met in art school. She was kind, gentle, and very meek. Her parents set her up with a gent who was about seven to nine years older, a friend of the family. Honestly, I couldn't take her boyfriend. He was rude, arrogant, and the total opposite of her. He had picked her up from classes many times. He was the snap snap i'm late for something guy she would scramble to get her stuff ready so he wouldn't have to wait in short i thought he was a jerk he was the guy who parked in the fire zone with his md plates so important he was because he was a doctor he never really talked to the classmates just kind of made her rush out of class to go and get their stuff done unless he was outside just honking to get her attention too important to come in and get her i called him doc ick My friends laughed. My sweet friend didn't. A few months into school, our married, grown-up friends decided to have a dinner party. We all got the invites. Of course, Dr. Boyfriend was coming. So, my sweet friend and Dr. Ick come late. We were all seated at the table by the time they arrived. He was introduced to the room. The doctor reprimanded the host for not calling him doctor, insert first name. He wanted us to call him doctor at the dinner table because he was a doctor. Did I mention he was a doctor? He was late because he had a doctor thing. Doctor, doctor, doctor. The host apologized, called him doctor first name, and then pointed him to the two seats at the end of the table, since we'd all been seated by now. But the doctor said that he would prefer to sit at the head of the table. After all, he was a doctor. He might be called out for an emergency during the dinner. The room got quiet, too quiet. The clock ticked gently in the background. And I began to laugh. Not just any laughter. Oh no, I broke into deep, hacking laughter of the condescending kind. You know, the big, ugly snort kind you see in movies, but pray your nose will never make in real life. Yeah, snorts, chuckles, and wheezes laughter. Ugly, funny laughter. It was just absolutely absurd, and he wasn't kidding either. He hadn't been with us for more than five minutes before he kicked the dude whose house we were in out of his own chair at the head of the table, because he was a doctor well after that dr ick turned purple from anger 
What with me laughing at him at the dinner table and all he was wild defcon one level angry I can say honestly. I didn't blame the guy I guess i'd be annoyed too if someone broke out into joker like laughter at my own existence Which yes, I was very guilty of so there I am laughing at the table when he starts lecturing me on how dumb I am how he was a doctor How dare I laugh at him? Which you bet made me laugh louder. I'm shocked. I didn't swallow my own tongue at this point. Honestly I was in tears gasping for air snorting like some sort of hyena in the desert. I fell off my chair I was asked if I smoked pot before I came. I didn't I was just shaking my head. No as I snickered Unable to make words come out of my mouth the laughter I've been hit with joker juice. Oh, thank god youtube is not a thing yet because this was legendary meme stuff I just thought this guy was such a jerk that this had to be some performance art thing like some form of reverse stand-up Who asked the host to get out of their chair whose meal you're about to eat after showing up late in the first place? Oh, I just found it hysterical. Well at this point we were all laughing I'm not proud. Most of the folks in the room were outright laughing at me because it was just too funny not to. I mean, how can you not snicker at a grown woman dying of laughter on the floor at this jerk? It was hilarious, very infectious, and you bet, all my faults. I guess me rolling on the floor begging for air was something the good doctor wasn't interested in because he took my sweet friend and his doc ick butt out of that house never to return again about 20 minutes later i composed myself i swear i was wiping away tears the chortling stopped and then everyone got real quiet like real real quiet too quiet even food on the table wine glasses filled the clock ticking in the background and i say in a very calm voice that guy was a dick can you please pass the mashed potatoes which started the laughter all over again best dinner party ever turns out my sweet friend had a dark side after all good for her when she saw me that following monday she gave it to me with both barrels and a stick i was insensitive i was a jerk i was a disgrace i was an absolute subpar human and a rotten friend all of which i could sort of agree with except for the subpar human bits i mean i might just be an extraordinary type human from not having my teeth explode out of my head from laughing so hard go me can that be a superpower well to summarize she wanted an apology not just to her but to dr ick he was coming to get her after class and i would have to make a big production about it too bells whistles groveling or she was done with me the good doctor parked his car in the fire lane strolled into our class folded his arms over his chest and waited for me to apologize i being the i that i am walked right up to the idiot and told him i'm sorry you're such a butthole and then i walked out of that class he was furious and i just kept walking while laughing well you bet she was done with me after that she made sure every class she took i was not in she eventually married that guy too everyone in our little r group at school except for us folks at the dinner party were invited to their big old doctor wedding i heard it was a lovely event out in the hamptons good for her also dr ick was a podiatrist and hey if mrs dr ick reads this i hope it all worked out well for you best wishes for a good life i still think about this night when it's going sideways in my life makes me laugh wow what a story and what a man a sensational human being there a a podiatrist is someone that deals with a doctor that deals with ankles feet and toes that sort of stuff now i don't know about you 
but I don't know about many accidents or emergencies that require someone that, that deals with feet, ankles, and toes to leave a dinner party and be at the head of the table and rush off in that split second. I could be wrong there. I don't know. I'm not a medical professional, and this is not medical advice. Just interesting nonetheless. You know, one word springs to mind with this doctor, and it is in fact the same word that describes my audio recording software. Audacity. Unbelievable it really is. Entitlement 101. Just, does this guy really even know how entitled and insane he's being? He probably doesn't, otherwise he wouldn't do it. Ultimately, thank you, Dr. Egg, because without you, I would never have had this enjoyment, and neither would you guys listening right now. So there we go. Let's get a thank you, Dr. Ick, in the comments down below for being such a good guy. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.